today's Mass and all Masses and our own prayer typically begins in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. It's a calling to mind of the Trinity, knowing that God is Father, Son, and Spirit, and that we pray in the name of those three persons, yet one God. And then at the beginning of Mass today, we confess our sins. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters. And then we sing glory to God in the highest. So we've begun our prayer today, and we've continued that prayer addressing God. And I guess one of the things I wonder is, how do you and how do I, when I pray, how do I picture God? What's my image of God as I pray? I think, of course, when it comes to God the Father, it's very easy to think of that image from the Sistine Chapel in Rome that Michelangelo depicted God the Father, and there he is with long gray hair, an old man up there in the sky, and maybe that's our image. I confess to Almighty God, that's who I'm confessing to. Or maybe as we sing glory to God in the highest, and we're here in this church today, we're focused here in the front, and so we see the crucifix, and maybe we think of Jesus, the second person of the Trinity who is God, and as we pray to God and address God, that's the image we have in mind, Jesus as Savior or Redeemer. Or in our first reading today from the book of the prophet Zechariah, this very classic Advent reading, actually, that says, Rejoice, O daughter Zion, the Lord is in your midst. He rides on this, on this donkey. He comes into your land. And so maybe we even picture Jesus as a king. And as we pray to God, that's what we're thinking of. Jesus on his throne, reigning gloriously in heaven as king. Or in the sanctuary too, above, the Holy Spirit pictured there as the dove, the sanctifier, the consoler, the one who guides us. And maybe as we pray to God, that's the other image that might come to mind. So not only can we have this image of God, but then maybe what is my perception of God? How do I think of God? So if I think of God as up there in the sky as God the Father, well, there are some who believe that God in this capacity is kind of a distant God, that he's up there in the clouds, that he created the world, he set everything in motion, but then he kind of doesn't care anymore. Maybe that's how we approach God. Well, I'm here today, I don't know why. God doesn't really care, but I'm worshiping God nonetheless. But that's the furthest from the truth, that God is intimately involved in our lives. We heard it today in our gospel, that Jesus prays to the Father. He says, Father, I give you praise, and I pray for these things. And so as Jesus, the second person of the Trinity, prays to the Father, he's showing us that he listens, and that he cares, and that he receives our praise. So if we think God is distant, well, that's maybe an approach to God that we need to change in our own lives and realize how close he is to us. 
I think, too, when it comes to Jesus, who came as our Savior and Redeemer, maybe our approach to Jesus is, well, he's always looking for us to fail, that he's waiting for us to commit our sin or whatever, and that he's some sort of vengeful person. But again, this isn't who God is. This isn't the nature of God. That's the psalm today tells us who God is. And so if we have this like notion that God is vengeful towards us, waiting for us to punish us, well, just be reminded what our psalmist said today. The Lord is gracious and merciful. He's slow to anger and of great kindness. He's good to all and compassionate to all his works. So the Lord who sees maybe us sin doesn't look with us wanting to punish and be vengeful against us, but wants to receive us back with kindness and mercy, especially through the sacrament of reconciliation. And then the third way today that our readings really tell us about these attributes of God and how to approach God is in our second reading, we have the Holy Spirit being referenced. And the Holy Spirit, it says, will put to death the deeds of the body so that we might live. And in our first reading, it said that the dominion of this king would go from sea to sea. So this lordship of Jesus in every part of our lives, the Holy Spirit exposing sin in our lives. And as we consider the Holy Spirit, well, maybe as we pray and approach the Holy Spirit, there's this enlightenment that takes place within us, showing us where it is in our life that we haven't allowed Jesus' teachings to enter most fully. So we can think of that image of God and how we approach God or what God's attributes are. But then it's also to think of, well, how does God look at me? How does he look at you? What does God see as he looks down from his place in heaven? Well, I think Jesus understood what he saw in people. That's why he said today in our gospel, Come to me, all you who are labor and are burdened, and I will give you rest. So maybe when the Lord looks at us, he sees that we're tired. And maybe he says, come to me every Sunday and I will refresh your souls. Or maybe as God looks at us, he does see those sins in our life. And that's where he's inviting us to see where the Holy Spirit's wanting us to change our lives, to put to death those evil deeds in our life so that vice might be put to an end and virtue might reign evermore. We can think of God as we pray to him today in this Mass, God who is Father, Son, and Spirit, whatever image it is, to think of the great kindness and love that God has for us, that he gives us the Holy Eucharist today to nourish us and to sustain us. And as we pray to this God, Well, what's my response in return? How will I be different because I prayed to him today?